Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Right, I think we've got to start this podcast off by saying that before we jumped on here, Georgia confessed to me that yesterday when she was lying in bed with Gigi and they were all curled up, she <laughs> thought that she might like to have another baby. What the actual It wasn't fuck? yesterday, it was this morning. So talk to me in 24 hours and I've probably changed my mind. <laughs> no, but, ge- but genuinely. it did actually cross my mind for a second. I thought, oh. Oh my God, Georgia, you're going to have another baby. Right. Oh, God. Um, no, I don't oh think I am. I'll be honest. Oh my God. I really don't. Think I am. Oh, my God. I don't think I am. But it did make me feel... I don't know if it's she's starting school. I don't know what it is. I just I think know. it would be really good oh. if you did. For Like, I would love... You keep you. telling me it's good for business. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell everyone else I say that. Well, let's just be honest. We just got to have our normal conversations, haven't we? No, of course. Do you know what? It's good for business, but also <laughs> really good for you <laughs> and really good for me. Really good for you as well. Come and cuddle a lovely anyone? little baby. Just think, like, you can bring the baby to all the meetings again. Like, it was, yeah, just, it was just so cute true. when Gigi was always there. It was cute, but I, I probably would only do it if I can find someone to live in and look after me and the baby <laughs> so if there's anyone listening who wants to do that that would be great drop me a message then maybe I might do it um no like all seriousness I don't think I'm gonna do it but okay, it well, did let's cross just my see. mind for a second yeah let's see do you know what I have got news all right you have given me a cooking hack I used your poached egg method this <gasps> morning Stop it! I did. I use. I. I did film it. So I just like. To, I just like to point out now that Georgia filmed it, but it's my <laughs> cooking hack. Everyone, I Me. will of course say I'm trying your cooking hack out, and it was good. It worked. So look out for Zoe's poached egg hack over on on Instagram. <laughs> once you've done that, once you've done that, we can discuss yeah. the amount of um butter that you have to put in. Look, all will be revealed. Let's not go into it now because it's it's too good <laughs> to to spoil on the podcast it intro. Is. Um, how am I? I'm all right. I'm I'm okay. I think I've been a bit angry, and I don't think I've been particularly nice to dolls recently. So I feel like a bit of a you know, you just feel like you've been a bit of an asshole. Um, so I, I sort of said, really yeah, I feel icky. I, last night he was like, you just seem so angry with me all the time. And I don't really like at the time I was like, I'm not angry. Don't know what you're talking about. You're <laughs> the one that's angry. And he was like, well, you're the one that's shouting at me. So I'm not clearly not angry. And then I went to bed and I was really upset and then we didn't speak. And then this morning 
I just put my arms around him and said, like, I'm really sorry. I've thought about it a lot. I was sort of in the night thinking about it. And I think it's got to do with the fact that I'm so used to running around, like you identified mm. this morning with me, doing loads of exercise, going for a run. Just And I just feel like a bit of a, like a bit of an injured animal. Like I'm a bit caged. I'm finding it quite hard. Yeah. I do think like genuinely, yeah. When, if you're used to having endorphins in your body yeah. and then they go, like I've spoken about it before, like with James, when he was playing football, it would get to the end of the season and his body would genuinely shut down. He'd get like yeah. a bowel problem and a cold and he'd be miserable. And it was all about like, you can't exercise loads. Like we all talk about how much it clears our heads and, you know, how, how we rely on it to feel like a better version of ourselves mentally, not nothing to do with physically really. Um, and so then if you take that away, of course, like, of course, yeah. like, of course you're not going to feel like you, but I think you've got to like know that. Do you know what I mean? And then you'll probably feel better now when you know that. You're absolutely right. And thank you for helping me get there. So I sent him a message this morning saying, I'm really sorry. After I'd already said sorry, <clears throat> I said sorry again and explained. And I'll probably say sorry again and explain. It is quite intense living with me, as you can imagine. So I, I am at the moment a bit up and down and all over the place. It's just been a tricky time. But anyway, um, it's good to talk about it and it's good to share it. And if anyone else is also feeling a little bit icky and a bit pissed off, you're not alone. <laughs> You're not, you're, not you're really not. Morning. But today's chat cheered us up, didn't it? Because oh it was a really fun one. Well, it had highs and lows, as most of our chats do. But overall, a really funny, lovely chat. Yeah, and also, I've, I don't think I've ever really come across anyone um, like this person. As in, she <laughs> just says, a plate's a plate, a spade's a spade. She just says it exactly how it is and doesn't dress any of it up, which I really, really yeah. value and rate. And so it was a really easy conversation to have with her because she was just there bearing her soul and telling us everything that was going on in her life, which she does on her social media, which she's done on every single TV show that she's ever appeared on. Um, and, yeah. and we both grew up watching her dad as well so it sort of felt like chatting to someone we knew yeah absolutely I felt like we were sat in her kitchen with her and yeah. it was just like you know she was just sort of chatting like like friends would like reeling off everything that's going on what she's loving some of the stuff she's not really enjoying very much at the moment yeah and then when the postman arrived she even took us to the door with <laughs> <Yeah>. her <laughs> She did. She took us in her laundry room. I mean, it was it was a great chat and I really can't wait for you guys to hear it. Georgia, who are we chatting to today? We are chatting to the amazing Charlotte Dawson. So joining us on the podcast today, you would have definitely seen this person on our screens. Businesswoman, um, TV personality. She is daughter of one of the uh, one of the funniest men of all time. I'm throwing it out there. Pregnant with her second already mummy to Noah. It's Charlotte Dawson. Yay, we're so excited to have you on. How are you this morning? I mean, obviously I'm preg prego and I'm like tired and like just not really full of beans at the moment, but I'm so happy to speak to you too. And yeah, just I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I'm going away tomorrow, so I'm, I'm excited. Lovely. You've got a bit of a family holiday with Matthew, Noah. Yeah. Lovely. And I've had a curly blow, so I'm happy. Yeah. When I've had a curly blow. I love that you've got your pink curls in. I literally love it. Because I live in Essex and that's what people do in Essex as well. And if you do that outside of like Manchester, Liverpool, Glasgow, Essex, you, you'll literally look like, like you are nuts. The stairs yeah. that I used to get, like say if I was like, you know, if an, obviously in a different place other than here, 
um, they were like, what are you wearing? Like, what are you doing? Like, and I'm like, this is normal life, darling. But can I, can I ask a question? Because if you leave them in for too long, do they not go like a, like a little curly Sue, like rag, like little yeah. Uh, I just if I leave mine in for too long, it look I look absolutely yeah. ridiculous. But Georgie yeah, used to do, sleep in them. I did. Curly yeah, there. I used to sleep in them for a long time. I like my, my lucky lucky husband. I used to sleep in a tangro, sleeping rollers. Oh yeah, yeah, a tangro, <laughs> sleeping rollers. And if I'd bought a new pair of like Louboutins, I used to sleep in those with socks to wet to break them in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys are spirit animals. I know. I'm, I know. I'm living in Essex. I do that. I've got massive, massive bunions. I call them Barry and Billy bunions. They're awful. <laughs> no. I have to name them to try and make them feel better. But they're so bad. You think I wear bloody lubes in bed? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, congratulations, baby number two on the way. How 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 are you? How has it been? And and just generally, like, what's it what's it like second time round? Well, it's a lot different to the first time round. Obviously, I was in lockdown when I was pregnant with Noah, so it was like really chilled. Um, couldn't see anyone, so it was quite nice. Just just be on your own, no parties, nothing. Um, so I kind of love being pregnant. Second time round, it's a lot harder with a toddler. He is everywhere um, and he's, you know, he's a very active child and he wants attention constantly. But I feel like because I, I lost a baby last year, like last this time last year, and I feel like it kind of was meant to be in a way because he's such a better age now. I feel like he understands he's having a little baby brother. You know, I feel like he's excited. He helps me up like when he sees me struggling. So cute. He's like, mummy, I help. And I'm like, oh. Um, and he's been feeling the little baby kicking and stuff so it's been lovely so it has it's had its lovely moments but it's very draining at the same time um because obviously it's I, I can't just I can't just chill on the couch yeah or like go and have a nice bath like obviously Noah is at nursery but I try and get all the washing done you try and get all the stuff that you can do yeah. when they're not here. You feel bad for chilling, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think you ever chill again because you feel like you've got to make the use... I mean, Zoe knows this about me. She, you've got to make the, use of you, make the use of your time. Zoe tried to have a nap when we were away last week and I was like, you're wasting your life. What are you doing? She wouldn't let me nap and I've just had major knee surgery and I was off my rocker on painkillers and I was like, I'm going to have oh, to have yeah. a sleep. And she was like, Sleep? In the afternoon, and I was like, yes, it's one of life's complete joys and you're taking it away from me. Uh, but then when 10 o'clock no, came no, round, no. she was like, oh, let's go to bed now. And I was like, oh, now you want to go to fucking bed. <laughs> yeah, now you want to go to bed. Yeah. I'm a bit of a nightmare. I'm a bit of a night owl, so I come alive at night. And I always have done. And I'm always, I've am i got a really busy mind at night. And Matthew's like, you need to go to bed when Noah goes yeah. to bed. I don't, I don't. He said, go to bed at like midnight. And then he's up for another bot bar at bloody one o'clock. He's like, I've literally got like a new newborn guys it's so bad he is in this routine obviously sleeps in the middle of me and Matthew have you always been, have you always done co-sleeping is that something you guys have always done yeah so I breastfed Noah up until eight months so I had him I had him on my tips on bloody on my udders till till he was eight months old and he was hit he was lying because it was just easier to co-sleep yeah you know just like shove him on the tip really couldn't be couldn't be bothered I'm so tired of that just be there um <laughs> and obviously yeah, we, we loved it in Matthew because we just felt like just so much closer to him yeah. and we just grew we grew really attached to having him in the bed 
and then it was just kind of normal then um, so yeah, he's he's literally slept with us since birth, really. Um, he he obviously was in the next to me cot, but I just moved him in all the time. Then um, now it's obviously he's getting bigger, um, and then the bottles have been, they obviously just become normal in the night now. Having these bottles, he has like three bottles in the night. It's just crazy. So he wakes up and smacks me and says, "Bop bop." And he doesn't call me mummy. He goes, Charlotte, bop, bop. <laughs> Charlotte, bop, bop. <laughs> oh, my God, Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, my God. We've got to talk about this. We've got to talk yeah, about this because, do you know what? There are so many benef- there are so many benefits to co-sleeping. And it's one of those things that, like, George and I didn't co- co-sleep, but we're sort of on the other end of the spectrum where actually I would love my kids to now come and get in with me and have a cuddle. And when yeah. I try and do that and try and move them, they're like, no, back to my bed. So I feel like I have gone the other way where actually I just, would love like get rid of my husband and get the kids in that'd be so nice yeah I know well I love it it's gorgeous isn't it and I guess it works it it, it's it works for a period of time and then how do you feel about it now like how how is it sitting with you guys now yeah it's not obviously great for our relationship I mean we've managed to have another baby but (laughs) there's other rooms in the house house exactly (laughs) exactly um spare room but um he's not um it's not great now because he's getting bigger I just feel like he needs to get off these, these bottles. Obviously, people say, you know, they should be off bottles by, by the time they're one. He's two, like two and a bit. It's two and four months. And I'm like, but I've actually got some really good news. So last night, because uh, he stayed at his grandma's this weekend and he only had one bottle in the night. Because granny was there, yeah. Co sleeps with grandma as well. And um, he had one bottle with her and he said, oh, shit, honestly, Charlotte, just don't give in. Just don't give in to it. Because I'm pregnant and I'm tired, I, I just can't listen to it because he's moaning and moaning and moaning. So I just go like that. It's just easier. Mm. So obviously I've got another baby on the way in literally like a couple of months like, and I need to sort it out. So last night, Matthew said, you need to be strong. I'll do it with you. And he was he was up at quarter to five this morning. So he was like, I'll do it with you. And then anyway, woke up at, we went to bed about, because we were late last night, we went to bed about 10, because we are a little bit of a nightmare with routine. I'll get on to that. Um, so we went to bed. He kind of goes to bed when we go to bed, which is a nightmare. So I went to bed about 10, and then he woke up at one o'clock for a bottle. Bot, bot. Full on tantrum. He knew where the bottles were because he saw them at the side of the bed before he went to bed. And he's going, Mummy, shy it, bop, bop. And I'm like, no. Um, so then I nearly gave in because it was an hour, this tantrum, screaming. An hour? An hour. Oh, you poor thing. I wasn't even with it. He was like, he was like this, like dropping. And then he was just going, bop, bop. But then he was like, he had, he had a bit of a bad tummy last night. And I was like, I'm not giving him a bottle when he's like that. And his nappy was wet through because they're always wet through because he's having so much milk. So I changed his bum. I just tried to settle him. Matthew said, don't give in, don't give in. So I was like, right, okay. Then he started like kicking me in the back. And I was like, ah! you want I think to. He, knows, he knows how to play me. He knows, I, I literally wrapped around his little finger. So I nearly passed him the bottle. I thought, Matthew, I've literally got five more minutes in me. <laughs> anyway, he ended up falling asleep till seven o'clock this morning. Yes! Oh my God, amazing. Charlotte, oh you nailed it. Well done. Do you think this time round you'll do the same? Do you think you'll co-sleep again? And like, how how's that going to work? No. Um, (laughs) In short, no. (laughs) Well. I, I do intend on breastfeeding again. I do obviously want to breastfeed again. I'm not putting pressure on myself though. And, um, you know, obviously it happened last time and it was amazing. He, he latched on really well and it worked for both of us. He never wanted to get off the boob. 
Um, I didn't want him to get off. You get attached to it, don't you? Did you breastfeed? I tried yeah. it both yeah, times. Did, yeah. yeah, second time, a little bit more successful, but I did, like, I actually didn't really enjoy it. That first latch, how disgusting is it? Oh, it's like toe crawling, isn't it? it, it when when the pain, like, if you get, I mean, we both Georgia and I had, like, weird kind of, you know, the Luna was tongue tie, but they didn't do anything about it. You know, sort of tongue tie, but not tongue tie enough. But basically, my nipples ended up looking like a post box, oh, le- like no. le- like the letter part of it. They were coming out like little slits and I, like bleeding and pussy yeah. and awful. And then it was like, just feed through it, just feed through it, like toe curling pain, like hideous crying. So once when you're crying, when you're breastfeeding, which is supposed to be the most natural thing in the world, it doesn't really sit that well with you. The second time around with Kit, he was like, I think maybe something to do with the boy being slightly different potentially. Um, he was just like that, sunk straight on. And it was, I wanted to go on holiday to Mykonos when he was 10 weeks old. People are going to hate me telling the story. Um, so I just knew that I had to get him off by then. <laughs> yeah, of course. You got to... So my best mate's 40th. <laughs> no, I was on a night out in Manchester, right? And I was like this in the, in the sink, literally like a cat. <laughs> I was like a cow milking <laughs> in a bloody udder in this thing. I was in the Ivy in Manchester, right? And I was like, guys, I'm really sorry. I was like, but I've, this is I've, this has got to be done because I got I got one of them like you know the hand pump things like yeah oh yeah what, hacker um, hacker the hacker yeah yeah well, you... I took it out with me and I couldn't do, I was absolutely steaming I couldn't do it I was like so I was there everyone was like cheering me on it. <laughs> We've got a, we've got a cow in the toilet. <laughs> Dumping cow in the toilet. Is that because, is that because they the were toilet. is that because they were so painful? Is that because you were still breastfeeding yes, and so they became engorged? Yeah. And then that's that was the moment. That was the four months where I thought I'm going to have to do both. So I ended up yeah. doing both from four months because I thought I need a social life. Lockdown, I think it had been lifted a little bit, and I just thought I needed to get out. You know what I mean? And I've been locked in for ages. So yeah, I thought I need to kind. Of, you, you can obviously it's difficult because you don't want to be selfish, but we, we, we do have our own. It's lives not as well. selfish. I, I always think oh. this like it's not selfish because what like I always think you're you're raising humans like humans to be independent and adults, and you wouldn't want that for them. You wouldn't want them to give up their life just when they, when they become a parent. You obviously mentioned like a lot about partying and all that kind of stuff. Was it like when you fell pregnant, did it feel like a huge change for you? Were you worried that you'd never be the same again? A little bit. Um, but obviously, like I said, because it happened in lockdown, um, I think everybody got pregnant in lockdown. But um, <laughs> I feel like I was, um, it, was either, it was either breaking up or getting pregnant. Yeah. I, um, and we, we nearly got, we nearly broke up, then we got pregnant. Um, but yeah. It, I feel like it was a massive shock. I'm I, obviously I'm a big party animal. Um, you know I love I love a good prosecco. I love a good night out. Um, I'm the last one to get there. The last one to leave a party. Um, <laughs> it was it was a it was a funny one. I feel I feel like we kind of were ready. It was kind of the next stage of our relationship. We we bought our house. We were drinking a lot and partying um, around that time. I was always in London working. It was difficult. We were kind of passing ships and it was like, where do we go? We actually sat down and said, where do we go from here? You know, do we try for a baby or, you know, do we do we like kind of go the other way with it, with each other? Because it was getting to that point. Because wow. like, there's so, like, obviously when you're partying so much in a relationship and working and my, my obviously our, my job was always like being in London. He was like plastering 
it was it was a bit of a nightmare. Do you know what I mean? So lockdown actually happened at a good time for me and Matthew, um, and we kind of realised we, we actually wanted to be together. Yeah. We actually we had to actually speak to each other. Um, <laughs> you know, what I you mean? had to converse over your shreddies yeah, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So it was actually really nice to spend that time with him. And then it happened and it happened at the right time, I feel. Was your, was your partying, Charlotte, was that something, because I love a good party, like I know how yeah. to party. I'm always the one that's in Ibiza or, you know, having a kitchen oh, yeah, rave. Yeah, yeah. But too. I would say that I never haven't, I've never had an issue with it. I just, I love the vibe and I love the music and stuff. Is that, is that the same as you? Do you just like yeah. being oh, life God, and soul? Yeah, yeah. It oh, was yeah. never a problem. Oh no, I was never a yeah. problem with drinking yeah. or anything, never. I've always just been the life and soul of the party, but yeah. I needed to settle down a bit. Do you know what I mean? Because it, it's getting to that point where it's like, it, get, it does get a bit boring in the end, doesn't it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like now I couldn't, obviously yeah. I love partying still now. I love having a laugh with my mates and stuff, but I just love being, having family time with Noah. That's that's kind of, I couldn't, I, I would never ever trade my old life in now. How how did you feel about your, your pregnant self? Like when you stood in front of the mi- mirror, how were you feeling inside? I loved it. I was like one of them annoying people that said I love being pregnant. Everyone was like, how? Um, and I was just really, really enjoyed, you know, the feeling, um, obviously my body changing and I just fell in love with it really. Um, and I had a really good pregnancy with Noah, apart from when I got gestational diabetes, you know, for somebody like me who loves chips and gravy, loves chocolate, crisps, all the bad things, it was difficult because I had to give all of that up. We were filming it on MTV at the time. So it was it was a lot. So like obviously the first part of the pregnancy was lovely. Loved my body changing. The second part, I loved filming it all and documenting it. But it was difficult, you know, filming when you're pregnant, finding out I had gestational diabetes, didn't really understand what it was because there's not a lot on it. Mm. There's not a lot of um, discussion on it. So I, I felt alone really because in lockdown, you know, it they just kind of, you were just a number, really. Yeah. With, with my midwife, I didn't really know what was going on. Um, so it was it was a bit of a nightmare, really. What were your symptoms, Charlotte? What were the symptoms with it, gestational diabetes? Really thirsty all mm. the time, which I am anyway, but really, really thirsty. Just not re- just very tired, really tired. Um, I didn't. I didn't really have, you don't really know because you just get all the same symptoms that you get from gestational diabetes with being pregnant. With, yeah, it's, yeah. Did you ever receive like any judgment online, you know, for what you were doing? I think when, when we were in lockdown, people were very focused on watching what other people were doing because we weren't seeing, you know, each other. Did you get any, any like comments from the parenting police? Oh, 100% all the time. The, um, I always get, Troll the mum, the bloody mum trolls on me. Do you? I obviously when I was in lockdown, I was always on TikTok and stuff. It's like a bloody TikTok queen. That kind of got me through lockdown, and obviously got like all everybody loved it. But then obviously people were like stop showing your belly. Like we're sick of seeing your pre- pregnant, pregnant, like, sick of seeing your pregnant belly. All got all that. Like oh, you're disgusting. You make me feel sick. Then I got obviously gestational diabetes hate which is obviously because all I put on is uh, chips and gravy and bad food. I got all that saying, not surprised you've got diabetes. Like, all you do is eat chips and gravy and you just bang on about it. Um, And I was like, well, 
that's just who I am. Like, I love chips and gravy. I'm northern, do you know what I mean? Um, and you don't see all my life. I'm showing you a little bits of my life, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, so that obviously upset me because it actually had nothing to do with that. Yeah, it's not, no. So I'm like, you're trying to explain to these idiots. But it's like, why am I even trying to explain myself? We'll be right back after this short break. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Did those comments ever get to you? Um, I think when I was pregnant, yeah. Um, and uh, at the moment as well, they are getting to me as well. I'm very sensitive when I'm pregnant. When I'm mm. not, I'm like, fuck off. Like, give a shit, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, and I'm just really, um, I'm really strong-minded. I always have been very strong-minded. I think you've got to be in in yeah. our industry, haven't you? So otherwise, you won't really go far. You need, you need to have thick skin. And I've always told my mum that, like, you know, all the Daily Mail comments we used to get about my dad. I get really nasty comments about my dad. You know, saying my dad won't be proud of me. Um, you know, it's like I get all these fake accounts, making fake accounts, putting Noah as the picture oh and God. saying disgusting Gosh. things. When I had when I had the miscarriage last year, my mum put like um, a takeaway on a like an Instagram picture, and they said, "Oh, that's Charlotte's miscarriage." What? Um, yeah, that's Charlotte's miscarriage. It's disgusting. Like it's weird. Like honestly, sick people. So last year. Um, I got a phone call off social services and it was like shocking really like obviously I've never even thought about social services or anything to do with me nothing like um obviously I'm very open on Instagram I show every part of my life because that's just how I am as a person and um, Noah obviously is always on my Instagram and stuff because everybody if I don't show Noah everyone's like where's Noah yeah where's Noah oh like, gosh it's difficult we, we love Noah we yeah. love Noah so obviously I like to share him but I'm thinking am I oversharing him or you know and um, you worry about that and then um so anyway, I got this phone call of social services saying like we've had an, an, an anonymous caller uh, ring up it really upsets me when I talk about this um anonymous caller um, saying that Noah is always injured in your care. And um, what did they say? Noah's always injured in your care and just basically like bad parenting from me and Matthew. So I was just absolutely like, honestly, my heart just sank. Noah was actually at nurse when I got the phone call and I just was like, I thought it was a prank call because it, mm. was, it was actually was an actual number that rang me. 
So I was a bit like, what? This is weird. I said, is this a prank call? She was like, no, this is social services. Like, we, we obviously don't believe it. We've looked into, like, you and we don't believe it because it's come from, like, an anonymous person. Right. But they said, they're obviously adamant that this is what happens. So we're going to have to investigate um, because that's just what we have to do. And I was like, what? Like... I was just absolutely yeah, baffled. Yeah, devastated. Of course you were. Devastated. This is what happened yeah. to Ashley James. It did. It's exactly yeah. the Yeah, and then she they had to investigate everything. And Paul, th- like, that that must have been horrendous what, for you. So, yeah, what what did, what, like, obviously, what was going on? What what happened? What was the process? I rang Matthew, just absolutely broke down. I was like, I can't deal with this. Like, I need you to come home. Like, I was in a right state. Because, obviously, I'd not really long... Um, I'd literally not long had this miscarriage. So this was like, so I had the miscarriage in April last year. And then this was like June time. So I'm still really hurting and grieving from that. And I was like, who the hell would do this to me? Like, so I had to ring my nursery and explain the situation. I just felt, I just felt absolutely devastated. And they were like, Charlotte, don't worry. This obviously happens to us, like we've had this before, but not to anybody like that you, you know, like you. Um, and the, what actually upset me was the social service. They're actually wasting social services they time when know. there's actually children that need help. Mm. Like that's what baffled my head. I was like, I can't believe you're wasting these these people's time. Um, and then obviously I just I just thought, wow, this is just an absolute joke. So obviously no, they rang nurse, nurse rang me and they said, don't worry, we've obviously, we've told them how, you know, how lovely you are, like a lovely family, you know, comes from a beautiful home, which um, a loving, happy, healthy home, like, and he's the most amazing little boy. Just people are just so jealous. It, it's sickening the lengths people will go to try and ruin someone's life, like, it, that really broke me, really broke me. And it really sent me like I couldn't trust anyone. Yeah. I didn't really want to be on Instagram anymore. Yeah. I felt like I was just showing too much. But like, what? that's my job. Like, what am I meant yeah. to do? Get, give up my job to, to bloody make all these idiot trolls happy? I also think it's it's really hard like it's obviously really damaging to the person that is involved but it's also damaging to the overall message you know like there's a real rapport now isn't there between mums online of showing the real stuff and showing the hard stuff and so then if people are scared that they're going to be reported to social services people will stop doing that and then we're going to go back to not sharing anything and then everyone's going to feel alone but is that about because for me like what you just said charlotte about you know jealous vindictive wanting to ruin someone's life that to me does not say oh that it's anything that's not about oversharing it's not about you know Noah being in you know always injured on her Instagram this is like a horrible nasty disgusting human being exactly really got it out for me and my family really like it's actually sickening obviously I've tried to wait I went to I messaged somebody that knows somebody in the police and stuff because I thought you're just a number again when you're trying to sort these things and I haven't got anywhere just yet. Um, like I've got one of my friends is on trying to look for so this person who I think it is keeps making fake accounts like every single day and just using pictures of like my my dad's ex-wife and um, widow is Meg, like pictures of like my, you know, like really God. weird stuff. Yeah, like so like getting really deep, like using pictures of my mum. 
um, when she was in a wheelchair, like using pictures of Noah, like, because when he's, so basically has this sort of thing on his face that comes up every couple of months. It's like a cold sore that comes up in the same spot every month. Still not got to the bottom It's impetigo. It. Is it impetigo? It looks like, I don't think it's impetigo. It looks like a cold sore. Exact same spot every three months. He, he got it from where we went to Dubai for like a month, um, just when he turned one last year. And ever since that, he came back and it's just been there ever since. So mm. he's got steroid cream and obviously it gets rid of it. It's, it's flared up at the moment. So it's like, it's not as bad this time, but they, um, they said that he might need to do a biopsy. So on this website, this tattle website, this disgusting website where they're all slugging, where they have Oh God, I heard about this the other yeah. day. I'd never heard of it before. Oh my God, it's horrific. I obviously don't go on it, but Matthew and like a few people have just said, you know, like little things. Because um, Matthew, there's apparently stuff about Matthew, so he's obviously gone on it. Because um, he's like, what is it? And then he's like, oh my God, it's really bad, Charlotte. So they're saying that I've put a fag out on Noah on his oh face. Oh God, Charlotte. I know. That is horrendous. He's like using the picture of like my bunion stuff. That's funny. They're using a picture of my bloody bunions. As what is your profile picture? Is this the is their profile picture wow you can see like say if i'm wearing a shoe where you can see them or whatever like and you can see it zoomed up like they do the weirdest things i can't even explain like it's so weird so um and then they always like change the names like fake tan dorsey or um just stupid names like just about something about noah or something about right. my dad les Dawson, like D O O R or whatever, just weird, weird, weird. It's, re- oh, it's really I'm about sorry. a whole bigger. It's really yeah. about a whole bigger picture about society and the way that people feel towards one another. And G and I have this conversation all the time. You know, we 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 get really. It's kind of why we started Made by Mamas. That 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 actually in the parenting community historically it has been and, and I'm sure in certain cases still very very judgmental like you know pitting against one another it's comp it's competitive it's nasty you know you can feel very alone like you you just suffered a mis you just suffered a miscarriage and that is what you had to go through somebody that so really the whole picture has to be addressed mm-hmm. the whole picture regardless of what you share online you know, you yeah. should be you should, you should be, be loved and supported. Want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. As as everyone else should. Well, I was a bit skeptical about sharing about the miscarriage because even even that's another topic that's not really spoke about. So, like when I went to obviously the the, the pregnancy unit, they were like. They, they were quite, they fobbed me off and they were like, this is this is just normal. It's like heavy period, like you know, it's just common. And I'm like, like they're not, they weren't very um, supportive or anything. And I just think. So I was heartbroken. I was just honestly, I couldn't even speak. I was absolutely heartbroken because I that told a few people, and you know, you get excited. And I've known since I was like one to two weeks. I always find out really early, <laughs> so like it dragged. I was like, it was like nine, ten weeks when I when I lost it, and I was like, it's just heartbroken because I I kind of we'd got we we'd kind of got our heads around it, and you know, we told Noah and. You know, I told all my family, my friends, and it was kind of getting to that 12 week mark where I was getting excited. And then, you know, it, it just, I was like, do I share it? Do I share it? I was like, I feel like I have to because I feel like it might make me feel better um, about sharing my experience. Did you get, a, did you get lots of positive messages off the yeah, back? Yeah, loads of positive yeah. messages. And I think Kate Ferdinand literally had one about a week after me. Um, and then she'd obviously shared it and we were kind of all, everybody was that support. Like there's, there's been loads of, um, loads of girls obviously around that time that had, that had one. And it was kind of, it was nice. We all like sent messages and it, 
it's just nice to support each other instead of bringing each other down. Did it make, because of because you'd obviously suffered from that baby loss, getting pregnant again, did, did it worry you? Did you feel more sort of more scared? And, and... Oh, God, yeah. It, literally, I just I didn't think I was pregnant up until twelve weeks. I was um, I was actually doing pantomime over Christmas, so I was absolutely rammed. Um, for my, obviously, the first trimester was most tiring, so I was absolutely knackered. When I so I found out um, I was having a chippy, ironically, um, <laughs> and um, it went and it went cold. So I was fuming about that because I went to the I went to the toilet and I was like I was like I'm just gonna go I'm gonna do it for the chippy and then I can like I celebrate or you know I'll be I'll be drowning my sorrows over it. I was like because I'm sure I'm definitely pregnant or it's a really bad hangover. Um, so I went to um, the toilet and I was literally in the toilet like this. Like I was just so shocked. I I think I was just like I didn't expect it again so soon. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was it was just like a miracle because we just moved into our new house. We've moved back to where I'm from um, in Lytham. So we've moved here now. See my little, my little house here. This is the kitchen area. Oh, oh lovely. Wow. Is it lovely going home? Do you feel like, you're, do you feel like you've got your roots are there? Do you feel comfortable oh, I feel and happy? feel so much better do you? being home mm. by the beach, by the seaside. Um, and obviously Noah, because it's so good for Noah being here. So it's so much to do. Mm. And Matthew loves it as well because he can go on his little sun sunrise runs and stuff um, on the beach because we lived in a little town like just near near Manchester called Lee, so it's a lot different from from there. So he absolutely loves it, um, which is good. So I finally got him to move after five years. So obviously we just moved into the house. I was working. And it just felt like the right time. It's exciting. You no, know, Noah, like, I just felt like Noah was at a better age and he really is now. He's getting older and he, he's really starting to understand. And he, he's got a little um, a little cousin that's just come into the world, a little baby boy. And he is so cute with him. He's like, he's like, baby Ander. He said, I want baby Ander. He's always cuddling him. And he's really like, he just really like protective over him. And I just think he's going to be an amazing big brother. Do you talk to your, well, do you talk to Noah and do, do, do you talk to your kind of friends and family about your dad? Are you trying to keep his, his sort of memory alive? Because it's really important, isn't it, when you've got kids and you've lost a parent? I do it with mine all the time because they never met my dad, and I just I love the fact that you know Grandpa Peter is up there, and we always talk about the stars in the sky and all that kind of stuff. It's really beautiful. Yeah, of course. I've always obviously kept my dad's memory alive. My mum, my mum's always been very, um, you know, she's always done that, and she we've got the cardboard cut out, which is in the garage. Um, <laughs> you've got a couple cut out. I love that. Yeah, I've got a car. I've always had, oh, no, no, I'll tell you where it is. Oh, this is hilarious, actually. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot. So, Matthew, my mum actually used to put it out so all the burglars won't come in. So now Matthew has put it in the washroom this way. I'm not even going to show you my washing pile. Um, he's here, there. Let me uh, let me turn him round. Everybody can see him the other side. Let me just turn him round. <laughs> So, yeah, um, it's really, really, really important for me to keep my dad's memory alive, especially with Noah. Um, We've got the statue, which is literally just up the road, um, which we're really lucky for to have the statue. Um, So I always take Noah to the statue. And um, he actually said Grandad Les the other day. I think I put it on my Instagram. He actually said Grandad Les... So he knows the difference between his two granddads now. So he, so where, so I go obviously where's Granddad Les, and he goes 
upstairs, up there, up there. Um, and when we're, when we're in bed, we're always, I always like, oh, look at the stars. Like we just pretend the stars and the try and get him to sleep. Like, oh, the moon's there, the stars. And they go, where's Granddad Les? And he goes, one of the stars. And it's just That's really lovely. Clean. It's lovely, Charlotte. It's really lovely because he'll grow up knowing his granddad, even though he never met it, you know. Yeah, and I'll have to show him, obviously, like on YouTube and stuff. When I when I show him little pictures and he goes, Granddad Les. And then he said, um, when we were at the statue the other day, he said, Nanny, Nanny. So he knows that my mum's associated with my dad as well, which is lovely. Um, because obviously I've tried to like try and split them because he's really close to Matthew's mum and dad. So it's nice that he knows the difference between them. Yeah. So yeah, it's lovely. And I really do feel like he is a little bit like my dad. He's so funny. He's such a character. He's dead quick. His comedy timing is like on point. He's just, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's so funny. Well, so Aww. is yours, Charlotte. Yeah, You know, exactly, the apple doesn't fall you. far from the tree. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just before we finish up, because I know that we're probably a bit pressured with time, we'd love, we always ask our guests about like their favourite products. So what, you know, what products are you loving for you, for Noah? What, yeah. My favourite products, um, definitely, I think Duna's got to be my top one. Yeah, the Duna. Everyone says the Duna. Yeah, the Seriously, Duna. Seriously, it is such a good one. It's a lifesaver, isn't it? Like, Obviously, it's, it's just so practical, um, and I just loved it for Noah. Um, I love the Child Farm products. They're amazing. They, think they just smell amazing, don't they? Yeah. Really nice. And I think one product that I've actually not tried, but I really, I've heard so much about it, Kendall Mill, the uh, milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really want to try it with, with, uh, with the next baby because... Obviously, I want to try and do the breastfeeding. I'm like, like I said, I'm not putting pressure on myself because I might be doing pantomime again with um with a three month old child and a toddler. Um, but you know, we're super women, we can do it, and I love being on stage. You can do it. I can do it. I love, I love bloody the new baby on my tit. I love no on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Real life pantomime. <laughs> so I really want to try the Kendall milk. I've heard amazing things about it. Um, because he's on he's on SMA, he still has this SMA one to three. <laughs> he does have whole milk as well, but he just obviously in the night. I don't like leaving yeah. whole milk. Yeah, yeah, on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, um, I just want to know just because I love hearing about people's foundations. What's your like? What's your go to? Because you're a bit of a makeup girl, aren't you? Beauty and makeup. So, what's your go to foundation that you absolutely love? Go to foundation, Nars. Do you wear Nars? Nars? Yeah, yeah. You all, you two need to be in Dorsalicious, my tan. Oh yes! I would. Love oh God, to yes! Try it. I never tan yes. anymore. I don't have time for it. I haven't even got a toenail on. I've all got instant tan. So Zoe, you can't get away from it. I'll tell you what, you'd <laughs> like the tanning drops that you just pop in your moisturizer. That's exactly what I need. That is exactly, and that is actually such a good thing for mums. Pop three to five drops in moisturizer. Wake up with a tanned, bronzed, glowy pea face. All right, we're going to tap you up for that. Um, and Charlotte, um, finally, the best piece of advice that you would give to a new mum. Best piece of advice, I would say, don't put pressure on yourself. Um, don't take don't take it too seriously. Have fun, and yeah, just just be the best mom that you can be. I love, love it. that, Charlotte Thanks, Dawson. You Charlotte. absolute legend. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> brilliant, absolutely brilliant. God, she's funny. Oh, she's she's really amazing. Funny. I also love 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 when I see someone with their pink curls in it makes I think that makes me feel at home it reminds me of my roots 
Like, 100%. I feel when like, I started hanging out yes. with you, you were all about the pink curls. <laughs> I was. I just lost that. God, I need to get back in touch with that person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, in all honesty, though, like, what like what a brilliant guest. You know, she was so open. But also, I just feel like sometimes you don't realise, like, she's such a big personality and she, you know, she's very confident and bubbly. But actually that you know the trolls and the messages she gets it's just not fair like it's really not like it's not okay to do that to anybody um and it it makes me feel really sad that that she had to go through any of that like as yeah and goes through it daily 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 like you you know what and i think it's a really important message and this is again what we always try and do is hammer this home you know, uh, made by mummers. It's like you may not agree with somebody's views. Yeah. You may not agree with what you know how they live their life or you know their opinions. But I think it's really important. Yes, of course, you don't agree with someone's opinion. You can have a discussion with them, but you don't have to be vile. No, you don't you have don't. to be aggressive or threatening or abusive. You know, you can just be like, "Look, I don't agree with you on that. Let's have a conversation about it." it yeah. It's just a really really weird way of looking at it. And I think somebody like Charlotte, you know, she's so out in the public eye. Mm. You know, the shows that she's done in the past, you know, she's really put herself right on the cliff edge. But you know what? She's a lovely lovely human. She doesn't deserve it. No one deserves that level of no. um, that level of abuse. I think it's horrible. Yeah, it really is. And I think it's like it's really important as well if, you know, you've got someone in your life who feels the need to bring other people down or or comment on yeah. other people's views or you know whatever it's I think it's really important to pull people up on it and just remind them like you know yeah. like what, what is you know what does that mean to, what does it matter to that other person like it, you, it's not okay to have well it's okay to have an opinion on someone else's life but I don't think it's okay to comment um so yeah I just think yeah it's just important I think to pull these people up because I think people get carried away um yeah so, me yeah. too I think it's, yeah Love it's, it's chat, absolutely though. essential yeah and mm. me but thank you so much for listening to today's chat obviously um you know we really enjoyed it so hoping you guys did too um as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and give the podcast a little follow yeah and if you've got any guest suggestions for these tuesday episodes or topics you'd like us to cover on the friday q a's please drop us a message on at made by mamas and we'll be back on friday Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.